0: Hi everybody, welcome to Red Wings, right where in fashion, please, for a yard to try Red Wings, finally have a home. Um, so here was the plan. Matt was going to record with his little buddy attached while he was sleeping, and I just woke him up by doing the intro. So, so we'll see how long we can go. Yeah, isn't that fun? Alright, so today we're going to talk about uh, a couple of crappy no good poo-poo losses um Mike I don't what are you still shocked about Teddy boy I... yeah
1: uh, do we have to whisper the show
0: for the whole show um I can you hear me I, I... I can hear you okay yeah. I'm trying to not are you are you
1: speaking softly right
0: now I'm trying to but uh, I don't have the voice to lend to trying to speak softly oh, um God. but yeah okay so let's uh let's talk about those two losses uh, let's talk about uh, Dylan Larkin, and after doing a modicum of research... Um, oh, almost uh, like a modicum. Yeah. What? You did, some, no. uh, some, what did you How did you pronounce it? Modicum.
1: Modicum. Wow. I don't think
0: I've... No, it sounded weird when you said it, because modicum sounds a little bit better. Yeah, modicum's right. Um, I don't think it's mod. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, it just sounded weird. Anyway, yeah, we we have a we have a chart that the NHL provided for when uh, players like Dylan Larkin are uh, forced to go through COVID protocol to see. Uh, I guess we'll we'll take a look and see if it actually is possible he's going to play tomorrow. Because I I'm going to tell you, Mike, I don't think it is because you need like well we'll go through it. Uh, then we'll talk about uh, Mo. We'll talk about Bertuzzi. We'll talk about Lucas Raymond. Uh, everybody doing good uh, as usual. Joe Valedo showing off a little bit, and then um, Ned's still showing off. So all that fun stuff. Matt, and the whole time Matt's gonna try and keep his uh, his, his sweet baby boy asleep because I, I think he I think he's back asleep. Um, Mike, how are you doing today? Clearly, uh, my hands are full today. Uh, today was a big day for me.
1: I, uh, I at uh, the, the encouraging words of my significant other. I said. I leave those loud pants don't those look fun, and she said, You should get them, they look great. And uh, so this weekend, I bought purple jeans, purple, and I wore purple jeans to work today. And uh, it, it on purpose, it was, yeah, on purpose, I didn't lose mm-hmm. a bet. I bought them by design, and well, I
0: know because the two of us were both colorblind. So I can yeah, imagine I being I in a situation it for blue where I accidentally no, bought body. purple jeans. Yeah, okay. No, yeah. this was actually by design. Um, All
1: right. Yeah, these boys are loud, and they're proud, and uh, yeah, I got referenced as the Joker, Grimace, uh, and Barney, um, but then uh, three ladies said they look good, so I feel better. <laughs> That's good.
0: All right, a couple quick shoutouts. Uh Fethdar, good evening, how you doing? Uh, Shane Barry wants to know what we think about uh, Valeno centering uh, Bert and Lucas Raymond. Um, Shane, good to have you on the show. Uh, good to see you in the comments I here. Shane. Yeah. Um, I think, Shane, off the bat, I think... Uh, can I use the word inevitable? Can I, can I use the word... Uh, or actually, I, I just... I, I think uh, Blaschel's going to stick with, uh, with Suter. So I, as much as I want to see this happen just for the sake of trying something new, I... Don't think it will. And I don't, I wouldn't, I would not scoff at, uh, at having Puse in there because uh, go back to the first game with the Tampa Bay Lightning. I mean, we did play without Dylan Larkin uh, late in that game. Unless I'm mistaken, it was Puse that took over on the first line and Burt still went off. And uh, Lucas seems to be able to, I mean, even with, uh, even in games without, uh, without Burton and Dylan, he, he still looks really good. I, I think he's, I think he's past, like he, he's, he's beyond, uh, I saw it written today and I forgot whose article it was, but it was like, he, he's beyond the conversation of like small sample size. Uh, so we can just start saying like, Lucas can hold himself down on a line. So here's, here's my argument about all that. Is that what I'd rather do is if like, if the first line has to get jumbled up a little bit, why don't we, why don't we jumble it all up because nothing else is really working but the first line? So I, I just don't I I don't want to see anything forced in that bottom nine to say that uh, well we got to keep the second line together or you know we got to keep <laughs> we got to keep the ball rolling for Namystikov. We can't break up his line because he had, he had a pretty good uh, you know goals for well, uh, say, percentage going. Yeah, I'll let's just, say this
1: like with Fileno that would be nice, but I, I think you you start with Pius right. And, my God, wouldn't it be nice if somehow, some way, that line could, you know, if we have to miss Larkin for a couple games, let's say that, and Puse can, you know, hold his own and the line is still productive, my God, we could have almost a Tampa Bay Lightning situation where they have Stamkos on the second line. We could have Larkin on the second line, which, you know, he's first-line talent, of course, but it'd be nice to kind of be able to feel like we could spread the wealth a little bit without feeling like, the success of the whole team just completely craters if we don't have Larkin playing with, you know, Raymond and Bertuzzi. So it'd be, it'd be nice. I think this would be a, a a high reward experiment here as we are forced to be without Larkin for the, the short term. Um, see if Pius can kind of, kind of light it up a little bit and I, I'm not, I'm not going to put that expectation on Valeno. Um, but Hughes, you know, we we saw him have success in Chicago. Uh, we see him starting to cook up a little bit here on uh, the recent stat sheet. So, you know, maybe this is a good time for him to, to trial
0: my fire. You know, get him in there with twos and in uh, and the in the boy. Well, uh, Mike, just got to throw out there that uh, Matthew Nichols also has purple baseball pants uh, from a Hulk costume a few years ago, and uh, the Fowlerville High School colors are purple and gold. Mike, we also grew up. Uh, at uh, at a school, Woodworth uh, was elementary, and then was Woodworth Middle School. It was also purple and gold. Yeah, and we, uh, yeah, we're both uh, we're both carrying around those Here's colors. Here's to our colors,
1: purple and gold. Woodworth, march onward as the nights and days of old. Wow. Yeah, I remember part of that song. Holy mackerel! Fight um, to the finish, work for that gold till you hear the name of Woodworth flash from pole to
0: pole. Holy Woo! crap! Yeah. It does look well, like I you're reading something, though. No, I promise you're I'm not reading um, a single yeah, whole it, thing. A thousand percent look like you you <laughs> have had your middle school fight song taped to your laptop all these years. You never um, knew it was going to be handy. Yeah. Uh-oh. Now oh, he's really awake. Hey, buddy. What's going on? Um, well, so this one, this episode, let me, let me just tell everybody. Uh, this is going to have to be a quick one because there's no way. There's no way he's making it like an hour and a half like we have been doing um here buddy you want to look around so uh for anybody listening to the podcast what's going on is i have uh this sweet baby boy attached or you know what i already said it. it's not like nobody, uh, nobody's listening to this man take Five. a step back we can't nobody's see seen. his face oh there you go hey daddy boy what i don't like putting his face mm-hmm. on youtube i think we have to mark our youtube channel now as having kids on it i think uh, it's kid it's, friendly I, now it will increase I, our, our reach no, I m- I mean that one thousand percent. Like uh, we have to, s- we'll break uh, YouTube. Like it'll be a YouTube violation if I don't say there was a child on our video. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> it's just <laughs> a Teddy Boy. I mean. I well yeah, I'd love to tell YouTube. It's just Oh, it's just my son. It's, oh okay. <laughs> so that's never happened. Um. Yeah. All right, we got uh, we got a few more of our uh, best buddies checking in. Uh, performance Arts here. Um. Oh he got all caught up in jeopardy uh performance art just aged himself uh Brattis, what's up <laughs> uh, Jared uh, he he's got a good suggestion I just uh I don't like any of these, none of these toys are yeah none of these toys are uh, are friendly for uh, for the little guy what about a Funko pop he can have a funko all right and Schlarchy? I think Schlarchi, this Archie? is the first time I'm throwing a shout out to you. What's going on, man? I hope uh, I hope I got that right, but that is, I, I actually really yeah, throw don't know that pronunciation you. down there if we butchered it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. uh, all right, so I gotta turn up the energy here because I know I've been trying to be quiet, but now that he's awake, I can I can kind of scream again. Uh, Mike, here's here's what I pulled up for everybody was this little chart uh, from the <sighs> NHL. So let's let's go over uh, COVID protocol real quick. Uh, so we, we all know what happened to Dylan Larkin. He got pulled out of the game in Dallas on uh, the third period. Of course, we were we were coming in hot, too. It really looked like we could have pulled off uh, the comeback. But yeah. um, let's let's see. At the top of this chart, you've got the initial positive. And again, this comes straight from the NHL. Uh, you've got the initial positive. You isolate the player, begin contact tracing. You saw Danny DeKaiser last night at his press conference had his mask on, so uh, they, they go through the entire team uh, anybody that would have contact with uh, with Dylan now has a mask until they can start testing everybody. Then they do a confirmatory test. Uh, if that comes back positive, you could see he goes right into isolate player and con- contact trace. Uh, then he's got a second test 24 hours later and a third test 24 hours after that. Mike, I bring that up because I don't think we're getting Dylan. I'm pretty sure we're not getting Dylan uh, against Vegas in any way, shape, or form. Right, that that oh. looks like he he's not playing. Because I if I look at Odd Shark right now, it says uh, uh, that he's still questionable. But I'm I'm, I'm pretty I sure even say, if he have a positive uh, test, that doesn't It's a make. good
1: time if you've lost a few on DraftKings, uh, put a few dollars on uh, the Vegas
0: Golden Knights because I, I feel pretty good. good. Those those odds are probably going to be <laughs> you, you won't make much money, but it's a good idea if you want a couple of pennies. All right, so uh, if he gets three confirmed negatives, then he can exit isolation, as you can see on the bottom of this chart. Now, if uh, Larkin gets a positive test in these confirmatory tests, uh, it does say he's uh, out for 10 days. And even at the end of those 10 days, he has to show no symptoms, and he needs to get a thumbs-up from team physicians and – the uh nhl doctors for them to i mean for all i know that just means they call in team physicians are like all right dude it's fine and they go all right cool and then they all sign a document and have a quick zoom call and then they're done but anyways so that that is the long and short of it so i had not i did not think i'd need to look at this but uh here we are yeah this is uh crushing news
1: it uh could not have come at a worse time Uh, especially with that comeback on the way and then quickly snuffed out as Larkin was removed from the lineup Uh, and some, you know, more road games um, in our immediate future here, which almost assuredly I I feel like for a a 500 team that's still kind of figuring out, you know, we're, we're not babies, but we're definitely kind of in that puberty stage um, kind of figuring out what comes next, how to win. Matt, you could easily see a a four game losing streak here
0: uh, with this road trip. Like hopefully still we could beat Arizona. Um uh, Yeah, I mean like, you know, that's, it's yeah, that's like the worst collection of, of players. Like it's looking to be the worst collection of players of all time. They they purposefully have like they, they slotted in one of the worst goaltenders. <laughs> so it's there's gotta we can still get one win here. I think that's still salvageable. Uh maybe a point. But yeah, if it's those 10 days, and, and I do want to go through the comments real quick here, Mike. Uh, I, I do have to point out, uh, Michael Scripp uh, does want to remind us those are collectibles, <laughs> not toys. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's there's been the question here, uh, performance art, he's positive. Yes, uh, it was uh, Frank Saravelli this morning said he, he did get a positive test. And Jared uh, rightly points out it could be a false positive, which is where all those confirmatory tests come into play. So basically what you tell yourself is there was a positive test. You do all the precautions necessary. And then we're going to go through this rigmarole. Um, And Brad throws in there 10 days from initial isolation or from once he gets the confirmed test. Now, if that that depends on when he gets the first confirmed test. Uh, So he's got the confirmatory test happens 24 hours after the first initial test. And then he's got a couple more 24 hours after that. Um, so if he gets the confirmatory test, um, that is basically saying when you first tested for COVID and you tested positive, it was positive. So they, they go back. Actually, what I should have been saying this whole time is it doesn't matter when those other tests happen because what they're trying to figure out is if that first test was a positive. That's why they call it the confirmatory test and not the initial test. So sorry, this has been so jumbled, but regardless, it's going to go back to that initial day, and it won't matter what confirmatory test that it actually does test positive for. Cause he's still hmm. got to test negative when he comes back, right? Like he's still getting tested. Uh, what I found out today was every 72 hours. Uh, so if he comes back and is positive, then we go through all of this again. I know you got a, um,
1: oh, good one, Teddy. Hey, butted the old microphone. I know you're trying to like, Keep him at ease so you're kind of like, you know, kind of swaying because he's a hey. baby. But also looks like you're. it almost looks like you're kind of excited to be sharing this COVID news.
0: Oh, there. man. So, yeah, oh, Larkin's is going to be out like know. 10
1: days and he's got all these confirmatory tests coming. And, man, it's going to be great for your Detroit Red Wings.
0: Well, can we point out, I, I like what Fat is saying here, because I thought this is really weird that he does get pulled out mid-game. Um, Mike, how, how many millions can, of dollars we does the NHL many, have? You know,
1: and you seen how and, hypocritical it is that they're trying to be, like, proactive and aware? Hey, let's pull Larkin out. Uh, you know, we, we got this result. We got to take him out of the game. Like, if you're going to do contact tracing, he scored a goal. So all <laughs> of the four guys on the line, like, went up to him and said, Yay! Good job, Larkin! Yay! Like, <laughs> Yeah, they touch
0: mouths after every goal, like, so, it's just ridiculous Man, i i was so angry he picked up the puck and threw it into the stands and everybody was <laughs> throwing the puck to each other yeah, you can just ridiculous. see the plumes of infection just <laughs> going through the stadium when that happened so i mean uh, it's i mean i i brought this up because I, I asked this question on twitter earlier today and i was like what are we doing how do we not have an efficient way of doing this like um and, and that's where I learned that they do test uh, the, the vaccinated players every 72 hours. And they said it probably just didn't work out with the 72 hours. And then having played Columbus um, and Dallas back to back, it was tough to get the results on, on a timely basis. And I was just like, well, isn't there one person that can look at the schedules of these only 32 teams? And that, that's this person's job <laughs> is to figure out when to test these guys so that you know, if, if a positive came back, then we weren't putting him on the ice. It's just it's silly to me that that was something where he gets pulled out uh, in the third period. And I, I don't know. It, it's odd to me. It's another thumbs down, I think, for the NHL, where it's just like, just get it right. That's the, that's the only did we get it right by having a guy on the ice? And all we had to do was figure out a way to make sure that we could get results in time.
1: Oh, it's like they, they had to make sure that we still kind of keep a shred of normalcy, right? So we still had all the games jumbled together back-to-backs, you know, five games in seven days kind of thing. And, yeah, I mean,
0: somebody might catch COVID, but we got to keep those schedules regular. Yep. Uh, Brad, throws out there that puck is definitely COVID positive. Soapdish, how are you doing? Uh, and Brennis, coming out with uh, the hot take. Woo! And- hot I'm take right there. In Vegas. Brennis, I, I have a challenge for you, sir. I want
1: to see that screenshot of your DraftKings app because I want to see that money.
0: <laughs> uh brennis does you does it does mark stone being back in the lineup change your mind for vegas because uh he's immediately still, I, redacted i think <laughs> i'm pretty sure patch is still out um obviously eichel but I, I think they got mark stone back a couple of games ago so that that might
1: i know, I know, you're, being tongue cheek. Us. I know you're being tongue-in-cheek about eichel like not being back because he had a neck injury but didn't you kind of expect him to, like, immediately get better and start playing?
0: Just a little bit. Like, he gets traded. and Oh, man, that's just feels like, great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, get me out there. a Buffalo, thank God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was the real pain in the neck, uh, like you joked about, it was a Buffalo.
0: But I was, um, I was pretty proud of that joke. I, I, I wished I had put a hashtag on it, because that was one of the few tweets I actually put out there. And uh, did not hashtag, and it did really well. And I was like, "Damn it, should have hashtagged it. People would have loved this." Uh, Hey, let's uh,
1: uh, let's do this because I know we don't want to keep this too long. Um, I know we want to talk about a few positives from these uh, two losses, and uh, one of them was uh, Mo Sider laying the smackdown. Oh oh my god, with those open ice hits! Um, Who was the victim of the big one? Who had his head down? Uh, Yeah.
0: Yeah, was that uh Raffle? Yeah. Uh let me pull him up here. Uh this this was beautiful. I, I'm just gonna do the replay. I was thinking about pulling up the, the live the live look, but th- it's too far away. Let's uh let's pull this sucker up. Um I, I labeled it as absolute perfection. There's there's absolutely nothing dirty about this. It is, you know, so it's clean hockey no penalty, yeah, no interference.
1: Complete. BAM!
0: Oh, beautiful. Ha! Ah! What was that pathetic fly that bounced off of him? Uh that was uh Mr. <laughs> Luke Glendening. <laughs> oh was it? Yeah, wow, this is great where he's like <laughs> <laughs> No, that that was that was Glenn Denning, I think realizing that oh. he had no chance of affecting that, uh of affecting the the aftermath, and then Cider going like, Hey, I know that guy. So he didn't lay into him too hard. But um yeah,
1: that's <laughs> On that hit, like that guy's feet went
0: airborne. That was amazing. Yeah, okay, and it,
1: it was, he went feet went airborne and he sat down like Winnie the Pooh.
0: Can we? Can we talk? I'll play. I want to play this one more time. But just like this wasn't about like he he should have been paying attention. Ciders land into the hit, and sure, there's there's like a little bit here of like uh, he's got blood in the water and he knows he's gonna be able to lay in a good hit. He what sized it up. Look how cleanly he sized it
1: up, too, to not get a penalty
0: or anything, dull.
1: Right.
0: You know what I mean? Oh, I went past. <laughs> oh, the no, wait. This is what I wanted. It's just like it's it's fine. Like this is a good hockey oh. hit. Oh, except Beautiful. for right, except for right there, right on his chin. Just <laughs> <laughs> you can see his tongue is starting to come out of his mouth right there. That's. Yeah, he, uh, that's that's ugly. Uh, you like to see it when you're wearing red and white. Um he, not going to enjoy watching that replay. Uh, oh, Teddy's <laughs> not a fan. Uh,
1: but well, it looked have,
0: like we have requests for more Teddy. Actually, more Teddy, uh, Teddy. Teddy boy. <laughs> yeah, he's not looking. He's. <laughs> I think he's looking at my Witcher Funko Pops now. Oh. Um, yeah, just uh, the victim um, of that hit.
1: He just kind of looked like, um, I think his name's Snake on The Simpsons when he got punched by a poo for trying to rob the quickie mark. Just that whole,
0: (sighs) beautiful, (sighs) side-swiped. I like that, Jared. I just, (laughs) the little guy's just going, ah. I'm sorry, this is going to sound great on the podcast for anybody listening. (laughs) That's all right. It kinda upsets everybody. My cat is usually meowing in the background at some point. Oh yes. This is this is the makeup day. Um yeah, Jared, I, I absolutely love Sideswiped. I, I, I think I gotta sit and think on it because I was just sitting in the office today trying to rhyme words with cider inside and I, I just can't I can't get one, but that's sideswiped. That that feels right. <laughs> it's uncanny how much he sounds like my cat. Like it sounds like they're having a volley right now. Here, buddy. Least, let me see by. if I can give him the old binky. Oh, Gavin's got a good one. Mode over. I like that. Mode over? What do you think, Mike? Um
1: it's good, but side swiped is really good.
0: Yeah. Alright. Sorry, Gavin. Gavin, I do like Second mode place. over. Yeah.
1: It's better than what I came up with. Yeah. Jared's got a trademark, so uh... <laughs> um, the other I know the other positive you wanted to touch on too was um just Sadina having a nice uh, sizzle backhand there. Woo!
0: Yeah, I, I've been a little guilty of every preview I've done so far this season, or I shouldn't say every one, but uh, about halfway through, now uh, all of my previews contain a conversation about Philip Sedina uh, getting it going, and it just, you know, it was one of those things where my, my one of my top priorities was scoring first, because we do not do good when we're coming from behind, so that kind of seemed to be like the, the bugaboo, I mean, we got down three to nothing, but... I did ask for a Zadina goal. I wanted some uh, uh, special teams, and we got that with Larkin. And you know, like I was getting the things I wanted. And we even got good goaltending out of Ned. Um, but yeah, I think just lacking that first goal is what set us behind. But uh, this was our first goal. Was uh, good old uh, Zadina. Here they stand underneath the puck. I uh, oh, neighbor. let me mute that. So we don't get kicked <laughs> off YouTube. Um, but yeah, this is this is just. I think this is good for Zadina to get off his stick, right? Like this. This even looks like a goal scorer's goal, uh, or I'm sorry, it looks like a Luke Lenning goal slash goal scorer's goal, uh, going in off the backhand. Uh, I, I, I think I saw on Twitter that this was just an homage to Glenn Denning while he was, uh, you know, on the ice with the boys. Uh, but yeah, like this. This is what this is the kind of goal you needed Zadina to put in because if it was about like a tip in goal or an empty net goal. Of course I don't I don't give two craps about that. No, I need yeah. I need a backhand goal that looks like you know he's he's beating a guy with his speed. And look look at that thing whipping that thing with uh you uh, don't see a lot of like power backhands. backhands. Yeah, there's yeah. not a lot of power
1: backhands. That's why it looks so impressive. Uh, yeah. it wasn't a cheapie, like you said, it wasn't a deflection. Like most of Dallas's goals were. I mean, I wasn't really like blown away by what they did. They got lucky, Nadelkovich. I think he saw maybe one or two of those goals. He didn't really have a shot. Um, but, I mean, yeah, there's there's no obstruction, no, you know, for view on that one that was just skill. I mean, for the goalie. Yeah. Um,
0: Sorry, he's uh, filling his diaper right now, so I'm just having a good time <laughs> listening to that. <laughs> Mike, can you believe it? DraftKings is recognizing our favorite sport. We do a podcast about hockey, and we are finally able to discuss the fact that they're an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Um, let's let's go, right?
1: <laughs> that's what I'm ready to say,
0: man. I've had enough
1: talking about the other sports stuff for a Big Boy Sport, the <laughs> NHL. That's National Hockey League. Next season is underway. DraftKings Sportsbook and unofficial. Sports betting partner of the National Hockey League has an unbelievable offer to celebrate the greatest sport on ice, nay, the greatest sport on earth. New customers can bet just one dollar on any NHL game and win a hundred dollars in free bets if either team scores a goal. Doesn't matter if it's a one-time clapper, Ooh, gotta be a or a slapper, maybe or a deft uh, deflection. However, they light the lamp, you win. If sports. What if football- it's some nasty sauce? All right, go What ahead. if it's an empty netter? Still counts on the stat sheet, my man. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state uh, DraftKings won't leave you up behind it. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions
0: of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN. Throw down $1 on any NHL game and win 100 in free Bets if either team scores a goal this week, one puck in the net nets you a big win with promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum five dollar deposit and one dollar wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details. Gambling promo call one eight hundred Gambler.
1: The other goal that um, that Larkin made. Oh my god! Yeah, that was like the angriest wrist shot I think I've ever seen. Where it just there was so much mustard on it, you know, it was, I, would have set back so many hot dog restaurants.
0: I want to pull it up in a second, um, but I, the only bad thing about that wrister is that that made us have to listen to Gras in the uh, period break, have to say "Wicked Rista," and I was just like, "All right, we get it. Like you were cool twenty years ago." I don't need to hear that, Bucci. All right. Anyway, the only negative coming out of it. All right. So back to Philip Sadina, Mike. Or um, I'm kind of giving it away here, but if if you would have guessed that Philip Sedina and Moritz Sider are the only two players on the Red Wings team that are positive in goals for percentage, uh, the scoring chances, Fenwick, Corsi, and expected goals. I mean, would that have been at the top of your mind before I brought up this table? It's uh, I, I I completely screwed up how I wanted to bring this up, but let's let's pretend. <laughs> let's we just cover up the that. numbers. Yes, <laughs> uh, Mike, and who?
1: the and <laughs> the highlighted names of Cider and Sabina. Let me cover that up. Who are the um, only
0: two, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I right, like more Cider, Obviously, this guy is passing the eyeball test. Is passing the analytics test. But this this is pretty much, Mike. What I want to you want to bring up, um, I, I mean, like the, gener- the general you, um, not not you. But uh, as as podcasters, it's our responsibility to make sure anybody that hates Sadina too much knows that. I, I mean, really, when you're breaking this game down, um, brick by brick, and you're you're trying to figure out how this this building was built, everything about it is an efficient hockey player. There, when he's on the ice. Things are going Zadina's way from a five-on-five perspective. Now, of course, we'd like to see more power play goals from every angle on this team. Uh, Special teams needs to do better. And you just want to see that goal number increase for Zadina. But what you also have is one of the best performing forwards on the team from limiting goals. So it kind of goes, you know, you got to remember it goes both ways. So Zadina getting that goal shouldn't necessarily mean that all of a sudden he's giving up goals but you do want to see something happen where he still has that huge difference. Like if we look at the goals four per 60 and uh, Oh, you know what? Everybody can see this and you compare it with uh, the expected goals for per 60. He can, he still has room to double the goals for per 60. So basically what you're asking is that if there's a measurement out there to say, well, here's what he should have for goals based on his shots and based on the history of the league, these are the shots that go in the back of the net, right? So he's making the right choices. We don't even need him. We don't need him to go up. We don't need him to double the number he's done so far. But if it increases just a little bit, he, he could get up to well, I guess he would have to double it actually to get to Lucas Raymond. But I mean we could get it up to we could get it up to like two and a half goals four per sixty. And that'll be noticeable. That'll be a yeah. noticeable difference for your second line and, and we'll feel good about that.
1: Yeah, I feel I feel like the other thing you do with that information is so many times with like a young player you just kind of you want to have more than a than a hope that they're going to be good, that you know, a hope that they're going to have more more pucks actually going in the net. Like this this for you as a fan, you know, you should look at this and feel really encouraged to be like, you know, he he is um a very useful, you know, productive NHL player. It's just you know the pucks just haven't quite gone in the net like they could be, but it, it at least we kind of have the groundwork here where we can see that he's making so many positive contributions. It's just eventually he's going to be all over that statue. So it's it's encouraging stuff.
0: Yeah, and, and it is. I, I did bring up this earlier. Uh, I think it was in the YouTube comments from our last video, actually. <clears throat> Um, so like, uh, you know, if you guys ask questions throughout the week, I'm always there on YouTube to answer them just so you guys know. Uh, so this goes for anybody that's watching later, but, um, I said, if you're looking at Zadina, you either trust the skill and you think this is just a, like a roll of the dice, right? Eventually it's going to catch up. You watch a movie like Moneyball, sports is treated like rolling dice. Eventually it goes your way. Eventually you're going to roll a seven, right? Mm-hmm. Or... You look at it, and it's, even though darts is another sport, <laughs> you look at it like darts, right? Like, he's he's basically firing the puck at the net, and does he have the skill to hit it? Like, you're put in the right position. We're, we're all put in position to do well in darts, and you <laughs> either have the skill to be successful or you don't. So I think that's that's just, if you want to look at this sport in two different ways, and it's I, I think it's more or less just about do you trust Sadina to eventually figure it out? If you do trust him, I think you're looking at it like dice. And if you don't trust him, you're looking at it like darts. You just think that he does not have the skill to put it in. And I think, uh, I think at this point, I don't know if that's fair. Uh, if you looked at the shot percentages, somebody could certainly make the argument. But um, I did just see it pop up in our uh, comments here. So, oh, gosh, I'm sorry. There's a mention of how many games uh, Zadina has played so far, and I'm oh here we go soap dish. Uh, he's barely over 100 games. He's never played an 82 game season. He's young and has always played with lesser players. It's a, it's a great point. Um, eventually, you know that's the other thing too, I guess where I compare it maybe super incorrectly to darts, but um, I think everybody gets the idea. But if <laughs> if it's about your partner helping you out, I mean, that's, that's a whole other bag of worms. Like if we're going to say, uh, you know, I think we all were excited about Zadina's shot when he first came into the league, but if we're making minor adjustments and saying this is going to be more about playmaking and a, a two way forward, um, that playmaking only matters when the guys around him can actually finish. And despite Puce kind of turning it up a little bit and everybody being in love with Fabry, I think if you fast forward a couple years into the future, Neither one of those guys are on a championship caliber team on the second line. Uh, those guys, sorry to say, absolutely third line, or hate to say this, or not on the Don't team. Don't do it. Oh, he did it. Except for the Blues. I guess the Blues had Fabry, right? So it's,
1: <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah, I mean, um, I don't know if I want to keep doing more analogies. I just, I just, if you don't see it with Zadina, I think you should probably be, you know, not watching hockey. You should be coloring and you're probably eating your own boogers. So,
0: <laughs> all right, well, here's, uh, here's the requested uh, Larkin goal. So this, uh, oh, this was,
1: it was wicked, man. <laughs> I used to, word, I said angry. All right. Don't kill me for that.
0: All right. Um, Plays on the blue yeah, line. I know Plank. I got really quiet there because I thought you were, <laughs> were going to carry that. But basically what we also got here, Mike, we got we got two assists from our boys, uh, um, Snyder and, and Raymond. Sorry, he's sucking on my finger. It's really distracting. Uh, Come on, Teddy. I know. Give it a minute. Give that a minute, will you? Go um, back to sleep. Um, I, I really want to take away from this is just, I, I don't know how deep we want to get in this conversation because it's like an hour long conversation, but Maybe this is happening at the wrong time for Larkin, but uh, he's absolutely playing like a 1C right now, right? I mean, we don't need to go too deep into it, but I I don't see any other way to dissect this game so far. But to say that he's playing like a 1C. Yeah, I think too often,
1: you know, it was, uh, you know, quote our friend McCarty, you know, he was injured, now he's healthy. Uh, But yeah, he's that simple. (laughs) (laughs) Looking healthy, looking healthy, playing with, People as talented as uh Lucas Raymond playing with a healthy Bertuzzi. Um it, it really does look like there's I, a difference.
0: You know what? Let's watch this replay again. Like, think about the idea of Bertu- or, uh, uh yeah, Bertuzzi, but uh in this play, Lucas Raymond and Cider and being legitimate uh threats to put the puck in the back of the net. Well, watch Dallas. They're they are pressuring Raymond and Sider. That gives Larkin the space. So as much as McCarty wants to just lay on the same point and just say, it's just because he's healthy. He was a 200-point-a-season player every year. Like, yeah, we get it,
1: McCarty. Um, <laughs> I like your impression of McCarty. He sound like one of Marge Simpson's sisters. <laughs>
0: Patty and Selma? Yeah. Um, okay, now I don't know where I'm going with my point. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that that's it right there, right? Like, you increase the talent level. And the guys around you start to play better, and that goes back to what we're talking about with Zadina. So I, I, I mean, you you put some better players around Zadina, and things are going to start to work out. You don't you don't have to give up on the guy because he can't carry a line like Luke. Like Lucas is special, right? We're seeing Lucas Raymond right. uh, just blossom before our eyes. But that, that that's that is super special. Uh, not every league or team is going to have a Lucas Raymond, and you can't ask every player to be Lucas Raymond. Uh, see, speaking of Lucas Raymond, Mike. Just thought uh, after that, power play oh, goal. Oh, you got an update
1: for us here? Yeah. Oh, my
0: God. Um, so I just blacked out everything that doesn't matter. <laughs> to the right and to the bottom there. Um, does this blow up? There we go. Yeah, you, you, we've got our boys here. Still first and second. Uh, Raymond now seven goals. Uh, leading on assists as well. I uh, I was super disappointed last night. Um, I tweeted at Max Boltman. I said... Um, how early are our uh, voters allowed to turn in their Calder vote? And he gave me a for real answer, and I was like, "Oh, I, I was just kidding." Uh, the I joke meant, was. I meant because we won. <laughs> yeah, I meant because Lucas is doing so good. Yeah. <laughs> People just turn in their vote now, but you know, whatever, whatever. Sometimes, you know. He gave you. He gave you a little unbuttered toast there, man. <laughs> I'm always adding cinnamon and sugar to my plate, and he gave me very. Dab- 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 right you
1: know. He made sure to dab off all the butter.
0: All right. Yeah. Then. No, it's a perfect analogy. If I if I'm throwing cinnamon and sugar on my toast and he forgets to butter it, the cinnamon and sugar falls right off. Falls up, right off. Right
1: yep. Doesn't go, doesn't get retweeted.
0: Yep. Just falls into the Twitter abyss. He but just man. basically what happened was Max read my tweet last night and went, see, this is why I'm never doing this podcast again. And then he gave me a for real answer and then he blocked us. <laughs> <laughs> oh geez. Oh
1: Gosh, this is cool. But yeah, uh, you know we got a lot of season left. What was your prediction at the start of the season? Were we just trying to see if Lucas gets above forty points, or just forty?
0: Oh, so is this? Uh, we he was on the team at that point. We're saying. Yeah, I think yeah. I think that would have been reasonable. Like I probably would have put him put him in the in the forty point range. There's no way I was going to say a point per game. No. Wait. Um, Oh, we got uh, Vegas coming up, and what's the next game after that? Uh then the Yelts Coyotes. So we've got is that, uh, is that so Thursday and Saturday? Uh that sounds about right. Okay. One of them's uh, happening this weekend. One of those days this weekend. It's either Saturday or Sunday. Uh, has has your pick? Has it changed? I think we. I think you said. Did you say four and O again, or did you say two and O in the first two games, and then I said two and O in the next two?
1: I think I picked 2-0, and oh, and I was wrong on both uh, accounts, wildly. Um, Detroit versus Vegas with no Larkin. Ooh, yeah, I mean... Do not feel confident about that.
0: Uh, give me Vegas all day. Yeah, unfortunately. But still, the Coyotes has to be a win, right? Even without Larkin, I think. Well, we've decided the Red Wings, you know, they're not... We
1: can't use the P word. They failed that test. But can they be a 500 team? And I think they're going to need that win to stay at 500 or get back to it. Um, yeah, that's like goal.
0: we're just going to keep crossing off goals for before the season. <laughs> All right, playoffs, gone. All right, but 500 still within reach. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 30% of our games. All right, oh, uh, give me. Uh... I think this this is bothering me. I saw Brad said uh, I don't think I ever finished my point. I think you were going to say that better players on the line with Lark can help draw attention away from Lark's, giving him better opportunities to score. Yeah, if I if I'd never finished that thought, I do apologize. <laughs> that is exactly where I was going with that. Uh, with uh, with Cider and Raymond being on the power play, they pull the attention away from uh, the Dallas uh, penalty kill. Um, yeah, performance art thinks I'm going through withdrawals with uh my bouncing here either that or i really gotta pee this is just bad timing starting the episode uh tristan Mike thrown out there uh 65 points this year is that isn't that suck that that feels like we're low balling like i mean it's great but it's also super realistic and tristan's probably nailing it but that means there's gonna be a major chunk there in the middle where lucas is doing nothing which is normal rookies uh in the NHL hit that uh that burnout point and uh, they just can't keep up is this so second that... is his second half just going to be awful I mean i isn't this more hockey than he, than he will have played like in a year the only ev- oh that's true with the with the injury last year the only evidence we have is is other rookie performances we don't know what lucas raymond will do so i don't, I don't know if it's fair to say yes absolutely he will but there's enough evidence out there for every rookie that's played in the NHL to say that Lucas is going to fall back a little bit. That's why these, these early starts in the, in the points race. If, if, you know, one of our main concerns this year uh, is going to be 500 hockey. We're also going to have an eye on, uh, on the Calder trophy. So if we're also going to play that game all year, then it, let's, let's do it. A uh, huge, huge start for Raymond uh, is going to help out once that lull comes. And uh
1: so, yeah. just to kind of give you like an idea, um, Isaac was just rookie had year, 75 points by the way. I was rookie year, he had 87 points. Um, Crosby had a monster with 102. Um, Ovechkin had a 106 bomb. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, Rube Robotai had an 84. I'm trying to see if there's Matt, the, the closest contemporary, right, where we actually started using uh, real uh, leg pads on goalies. Um, Instead of just strapping on soccer shin pads, um, was Austin Matthews? Matt, go ahead and guess what his first year uh, point total was. Um,
0: fifty. I don't know. He had four goals in the first game. Trying to extrapolate that. Oh, okay. Nice. Uh, What
1: about like Patrick Line? He had sixty-four. So, I mean, do you think that Lucas Raymond is better than Patrick Laine? <laughs> yeah. There
0: you go. So, 65, you know, maybe that's not so nuts. Um, I, I'm all about it. I, I think that's the other thing, too, is I, I still – like, we still have a good sample size for Lucas, uh, but we don't have the second sample size yet, right? So, what if if we go another 20 games – Still at a point per game pace. Do we look at that at that point? Are we saying, all right, we're halfway through the season. Here comes the lull, or do you say there's nothing here that says Lucas is slowing down? So you know, full steam ahead. So I I, I get it. Um, you know, like when we get <laughs> when we get too excited, then the Red Wings super let us down against the Columbus Blue Jackets. But I, I just like that. That was like a failing to remember how difficult it is to win in this league and uh, how far away we are from being a playoff contender still. (laughs) But with Lucas, it's still unknown, I feel like. And and again, it it is fair to look at other rookie performances, but I'm still, I'm still, I'm still pretty high on Lucas. I mean, he's even like Dinkin and Duncan on like those uh, assists that you'll forget, you know, like that power play assist was all about, uh, Dylan Larkin scoring that goal, like that was a beautiful goal to watch. It was a beautiful goal to hear, but you're not going to be thinking about that assist <laughs> at the end of the season, um, even yeah. though we pointed out that Lucas being a part of the the bang bang from Sider and Lucas, like that certainly helped Larkin get space and score. Uh, but still, we're not we're not going to be thinking about that. So when those assists are, are are coming in, they're like they're rolling in just because he's getting the ice time on the first line and on the power play. I I don't know. I think well, you know, I think well, you know what I think on his side
1: too, like uh, like to kind of pivot what your what your point is it's uh it's not necessarily that you know Lucas is out there getting these like burst plays like against um you know necessarily just an inferior line that he's going up against. It really does just feel like consistency, and he just keeps putting himself in great spots, right, so yeah. the points just kind of seem like um you know, uh, like a, like an, an equation that just, uh, just, he's just in a good spot. Most of the time when he's out there, he's on the first line, deservedly so. He's getting power play time like he deserved and it just feels like this is you know, the fruits of the labor. So it, it doesn't feel again, it doesn't feel out of place. It doesn't feel like this is something that, you know, isn't um, sustainable. This definitely feels like a sustainable pace for Lucas because he's he's not going bananas. He's
0: just very consistently good. Now there is a conversation about Verona coming back and not helping um, Raymond's totals. Um, Schlarchi throwing that out there. Tristan saying uh, he, he doesn't think they'll play together. I'll say this. Verona comes back and gets put on the second line. And that line becomes, I mean, it's, it's Verona. Verona's you know, 80% of what his production was at the end of last season. That's formidable right there. And now you've got to make some tough choices throughout the game of who's going to be covering that first line and who's covering the second line. So even if they're not playing together, I think that still figures into uh, to helping out Lucas's numbers at the end of the day. I will say, Mike, if you guys are looking for a Red Wings game to go to, the March 1st game could be Verona's first game back. Woo! Tickets are on sale. SeatGeek and StubHub below 10 bucks. Man. Uh, except,
1: uh, except uh I'm trying to get my hopes so. up. I don't you know, know if the are going to rush him back for a year where we you know if we're like, you know, 5 games under 500 or something like that. I don't even know. Is he if he's going to play that much, is he? I
0: I think there's um I think there's cause to make sure that a guy at Verona's age still gets some playing time this year. I
1: don't know. No. I mean, I mean if they're like a fringe playoff team and they're still kind of flirting around with, you know, being at like an 8 seed, I, he might even feel he might Coach, I'm feeling a lot better. You know, put me in in February. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. I don't know. That's just something that seems to happen when there's uh, when there's playoffs around and meaningful hockey around. Suddenly you start feeling a lot
0: healthier. Yep. Yeah. You, you said it. You're not allowed to say it's the P ah, word. We can't say the P word. That's right. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, so we did it, Mike. We got we got past a half hour, and he's still, he never got cranky. But uh, I don't want to test this anymore, so I do apologize, everybody. We're not going – we're not going to do a 90-minute show today. Uh, we're going to wrap up right now. I got to thank you guys for all tuning in. Uh, sorry if I missed anybody's awesome comment. I'll, they'll watch them later. And as always, uh, comment away, and I'll, I'll keep responding throughout the week. Um, Mike, we have in the can now. We've got prospect update. We've got Mitchell Stevens um, background. You and I need to record. I have the list of all of our free agent targets for 2022 and 2023 both unrestricted and restricted. Uh, so those will be coming out in a couple of weeks while we take a break. Uh if anybody has any requests, uh, always uh, throw them in the chat and we we can definitely make an episode. Um Ooh. yeah, give me those what? give me those restricted free agents you want to pine over. Peterson style. Like we do. there aren't as many as I think you're hoping, but um and- we'll have some fun. All right. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, it's 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 not Patterson level, but uh, it'll be fun. Um, heck, I mean, look at Patterson now, dude. <laughs> is, is it just because he's on Vancouver? Because on Vancouver, he's not wearing that winged wheel. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Matt, before right. we sign off, yeah.
1: make sure you pivot so we can see cute little Teddy's face. How do I? Wait this way, right? Yeah, there he is. Hi, oh, Teddy. Oh, he's such a cute
0: little peanut. Hey, <laughs> Teddy boy. <laughs> Thanks, man. Matt. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll see you guys.